0: Everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here for our last episode of Chesapeake Chats for the season. We're talking about the finale of Chesapeake Shores for this season. And I'm Rachel and I'm joined by my friend Ann. Oh, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who we had last week that I introduced as Whitney, but it's actually Ann. So I apologize for that. But welcome to the podcast. Glad to be back again. Yes. <laughs> you said uh, that that Whitney is your
1: middle name, right? Actually, Whitney's my first name and my middle name. So I'm one okay. of the cursed middle child people who mistakenly call their first name all the
0: time. So it's it's totally <laughs> good. <to get. laughs> okay. Well, good. Well, but thank you for for coming on talking uh, about this finale. Now, let's dive right in because there's a lot to cover. So how did you feel as a whole about the finale uh, for wrapping up the season?
1: Um, As a whole, I felt pretty good about it. I felt like there was some different things that were kind of, you know, come to light or kind of, I don't know, just kind of resolved or where I hoped it was going to go for some of the things, not for all the things, but uh, yeah, so I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good there's yeah there's some things we'll talk about that i didn't like uh but there was quite a bit that i did like especially with kevin and sarah i think were the highlight of the whole season honestly and of the uh of the finale it starts out with donovan showing up and he (laughs) he tells uh he tells trace that uh you don't have to go to nashville nashville's coming to you and you get to be a producer of Emma's album. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to set aside the fact that this is completely unrealistic. Yeah, There's no way. But I guess, I don't know. I feel like, have do you feel like they have established that Trace, his dream is to be a producer? No,
1: I don't. I thought when he said that I thought, what? I didn't know that was his dream to be a producer or to, you know, have uh sound, made it sound like they he specifically wanted to have a recording studio in the bridge. And I'm like, I've never heard of this before.
0: Right. That's what I felt. Yeah. Because like producing is very different than than singing. Performing, and, yeah. And especially if he is so famous <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that as they portrayed him to be i just find it really hard to believe that this is a happy ending and i know some people might look at it as oh he's compromising so that he can be there for abby and i guess you can make that that argument Mm -hmm. but it feels like i mean i know some people don't like trace but if I'm just looking at the stats of his character I just feel like he is supposed to be a singer that's all that we've really gotten from him you have to go way back to season one where he didn't want to tour because of the accident yeah but I don't know I just I just don't feel like this is a happy ending assuming the show doesn't get renewed I don't feel like this is a happy ending for Trace.
1: Yeah, I agree because I just don't think that, like you said, they're always showing him singing, when he, you know, always showing him writing and, per- and performing. And so and that's what he seems like to us that he likes to do. So he like, yeah. he's, that doesn't seem like his dream.
0: Right, a, exactly. I, I feel like he was kind of sending off Emma on sort of his dream. And were you disappointed that that was kind of probably the end of her character? And the end of her arc.
1: Um, I was a little bit. I kind of wanted to see it play out at least mm-hmm. like a little bit more, because uh, I still don't feel ready to see Trace and Abby together. Yeah. Is, but so yeah, I was kind of like, okay, well, wow, now she's you know going off to Nashville and you know, he's just totally you know kind of axing. Her, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, the uh, there are so many people trying to get get contracts and and get get make albums in Nashville that that i mean this is an incredible gig for her this is amazing uh but I would have liked to have seen her a little bit more because uh, I think that she was she was a good better match for for mm-hmm. uh for trace and somebody who actually accepted him for who he who he is yeah instead of trying to this this to me felt like uh the uh i don't know how to explain this uh this to me felt like a way to kind of all the people that said that were mad that trace went on tour this is this is a way to kind of make them happy but it, i guess i differ from those people because i don't think going on tour was wrong like at all and <laughs> i think he's a singer he's gonna go on tour they weren't engaged they're not even yeah like he should have there was I don't understand I just don't I will never understand why that is a selfish choice on his part he even talked to her it's not like he just went if he left then I oh, can yeah. see but he talked to her he talked to her about it he he had the solution it just I will never understand that and I know that a lot of hallmarkies would very much disagree with me but that's where I'm at so I mean, I could- see
1: both sides definitely um but I mean yeah I can you know it's this is what he should be doing like you said because he is a singer and I mean yeah maybe he should they should talk about how long he should be on you know maybe the length of the tour and the breaks and stuff but I yeah. mean that's what he does so it's just you know
0: I don't know yeah it's it's a weird thing but anyway that's what happened and then we have the grand opening for the B&B there and Jess finds uh, a ring, he finds David's ring that he's put in a drawer when she's looking for scissors. And uh, what did you think about sort of this whole plot line of her kind of waiting for him to propose, kind of hinting at it, and then him not doing it for a, a long time? Did you like that? Uh, I did like it. Yeah.
1: Only it happened to me I and mean, I didn't find the ring, but there was times where I was thought my husband now... Was going to propose and he didn't but then i was so like she was i was just like just felt so just like uh and like bummed and like wanted it to happen but <laughs> she, she saw it so she like really was like come on you know just do it because i want to be excited like out like outside of my body instead of just inside <laughs> you know so, yeah,
0: yeah
1: i like I like the way they did it i thought that it was funny
0: well and there were sometimes when i thought oh he's he is purposely kind of yeah. leader on. Like he has he, to know. Yeah. Like he knows she knows. But then yeah. there were a couple other times, like when Brie was like, You need to you oh, need yeah. to get her done kind of thing. I was like, does he know she knows? I, I think he does, but uh-huh. <laughs> it was a little it was a little confusing, but it was very cute. I like that a lot. That was a really fun fun little plot and it's about time they definitely <laughs> they need to get engaged. Oh, yeah. So, that was that was really cute. And, and so uh <clears throat> we get Mick offering Abby a job uh as a and a full full sponsor uh full partnership uh at the company and she she's kind of sh- struggling a little bit with it what she wants to do because she was and I can kind of relate to this a little bit because we had a family business in our company, I mean in our family, and I I did struggle the fact that I've kind of worked for the family company in one. It's it's now gotten sold many many times, but I'm still sort of working for that uh, for that company <laughs> as it's been dissected and divided and moved around, and I. I kind of struggled with that at first cuz it was just not what I pictured myself doing. Yeah. Uh but I finally realized that almost everybody gets jobs that way. Yeah, you know, through connections, exactly. through people they know, family. Yeah. That almost everybody gets jobs that way. So I thought that was an interesting story for Abby.
1: Yeah, I thought it was too. I was Kind of surprised, but kind of not. And I just, yeah, I don't know what she's. What she's. Well, I think that they'll have her choose if it goes on, that she'll yeah. work with them just to show a different dynamic, and she won't have to go to Baltimore, I guess, all the time.
0: Right. So, yeah. Nice, so, yeah. Yeah. and And uh, so I, I, th- I agree with you, and I, I think that, that would be a good, good spot for her because she's never seemed to be really that, invested in her career that much.
1: Yeah, yeah, she doesn't. And you know, after what they did, you know, the stuff they did, like, would she even want to, you know, go back?
0: hmm yeah. yeah, and she'll be able to spend more time with the girls. Exactly. If, uh, if she's. All that. Yeah, it's too bad we never got to see the Titanic play. I'm very disappointed about that. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, we were gypped <laughs> Kids doing Titanic. <laughs> Six
1: episodes, we got we missed stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then uh, we have uh, Megan that she's setting up her studio. And so she talks to Mick about about what they want to do. And she tells him that she stopped painting when she was pregnant with Brie. And uh, she just didn't have time after that. And that's probably a pretty, you know, she, he says, Oh, I'm so sorry about that. And she says, don't be, you know, it was my choice. Then that probably is somewhat realistic because we have different seasons of life, mm-hmm. you know, that, and sometimes we get to like, my mom uh, is actually, she's been taking for the last, I don't know, two years, maybe year and a half. She's been taking these pretty intensive art classes uh, where she, for most of the day she's at the at this uh place where she's becoming quite a great little artist and and mm -hmm, it's cool and it's something she's always wanted to do and learn about and so it you know that's it's a season of life where her kids are all all out of the house so she can do that uh where she couldn't have done that when she had you know all these kids six kids (laughs) so uh, yeah I, I thought that was a nice moment between those two yeah that was that was, nice mm-hmm. that was a nice moment yeah okay, so then we get to meet uh, I think his name was Brian on the show, played by Peter Benson, who I love and uh-huh. he, we gotta interview him, and he's delightful and and so he is introduced as the agent of the lady who runs the playhouse yeah. that is doing uh bree's play so supposedly Brie has had at least two plays and a best-selling novel, right? Yes. So, it is completely unrealistic that she wouldn't have an agent.
1: That's what I was thinking when they said that. I mean, I was like, I guess I knew she didn't, but yeah, it's just so much for, you know.
0: Yeah. Like, she can self-publish her book, but those usually don't become bestsellers and, like, usually the only people that Are become bestsellers with self-published novels, or self-published books, or if it's already part of their existing business. For instance, my aunt Carol has a business, Dressing Your Truth. We've had my cousin Ann on the podcast a couple times. She has books that she self-publishes, but she she's like her own agent because she just markets. She may have an agent, I don't know, but but she has a whole company to help her promote her books, right? and so that that's i would i mean i'm no expert on the thing but the the fact that she wouldn't have an agent seems highly unlikely
1: yeah because agents have to negotiate like stores and shelf space and yeah advertising and all that i mean yeah
0: yeah and 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 also publicity for the book and and also all the editing that has to take place uh and even things like the spine and the 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 uh You know the back of the the book all that stuff has all decisions that have to be made along with the publisher and most publishers like for instance if you want to get a book published through hallmark publishing they they have specific times that are that they accept unagented solutions uh, submissions uh, which is i think a little bit unusual for a publisher but for the most part they you you aren't even allowed to submit your book for publishing until you have an agent. And so (laughs) that is ridiculous, but we'll set that aside (laughs) just like, uh, just like with trace (laughs) and the, the Donovan thing set that aside. So basically like Peter Benson says to her, I can make, I'll be thinking ahead of time. You are just worried about what you're going to write. I'll be, I'll be, yeah, plan. you know, making those opportunities available for you, and so yeah, that's a definite win-win for her for sure. That was
1: good. She, she, yeah, she needed somebody. She didn't have anybody.
0: Do you think, if things go forward, do you picture this becoming more than just a business relationship? Did you get a uh, spark?
1: I- I kind of could see that. I could see them taking it like, yeah, towards a romantic way. But I also thought it was interesting that she um, is going to be going to London.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and isn't that what Simon's supposed to be? Yeah, you know?
0: this must be like way off Broadway because unless they get a big star to Broadway, London, unless they get like a really big star. Because this play looked like it had, what, four people in it? Yeah. Maybe? So there's no way they would use uh, a Broadway stage for some little tiny play. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you'd have to have, I don't know, like Emma Watson or something. Some, like, big name yeah, to in order for that to happen for a play. It was a musical, maybe, but... I don't know. So yeah, she's gonna, uh, and and it is interesting that the movie is supposed to be in Ireland. Yeah. So if she has to go over there to England for her play, that could be kind of a, and then they end up in Ireland. That could be a tie-in.
1: Yeah, that could be. I was thinking that too.
0: Mm-hmm. So who knows? And uh, then we have Kevin and Sarah. They're talking about the expenses of kids. And her family is in town, and they give the <laughs> the biggest handshakes that ever exist before Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it is kind of surprising when he works in a... They both work in a firehouse, so yeah. <laughs> you think you'd be used to that.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're, they're kind of- <laughs> uh,
0: and I was so proud of them, though. I was so proud of them, because he agrees... To go visit her family for Christmas, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, good." <laughs> they, they, you know, because one of my pet peeves is 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 they act like driving to Pennsylvania is like the biggest. Yeah, it's like Africa or Journey, something. yeah. <laughs> what I mean, you can get there in a morning, and like they could go, they could go uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve, go in the morning, spend the whole day there and then leave and go back to Jessica's Shores for Christmas. Like, that would be no big deal. And so it's so funny to me. And so I was like, oh, look at them. They're bridging this (laughs) divide. Divide. I I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Put it out there, and he offered it, and, you know. Yeah. Because that is, I,
0: I don't know how you have dealt with that in your marriage as far as like who do we visit who do we is that a hard thing it it is
1: very it's very difficult yeah because I really really love Christmas and Christmas is important to me and and so it's just it's really hard and our families live only like an hour away from each other Uh and so you know to decide how to split the time and what you know it's just it's just a lot and then my brother has his girlfriend and so it's like everybody trying to be on the same schedule you know it's like you know when is he gonna go to there and when are we gonna come home you know and try to be the same time there and mm-hmm. it can get really crazy yeah you know? so I was I was nice I thought yeah, yeah. I that. yeah
0: I thought it was too and uh it's more just sort of almost more teasing that I just I just I guess I feel like the people who wrote the show have never been to the North, mid-atlantic states and you can just tell there's so many old things that like I mean have we ever seen them eating crabs even one time (laughs) because I guarantee you if you lived on the Chesapeake Shore you'd be eating blue crabs yeah all the time
1: (laughs) yeah lots of seafood
0: yeah it's fresh anyway it's just kind of funny when something's supposed to be set in your hometown and it's like "Ah." yeah (laughs) quite (laughs) um So, but that was cute. I was proud of Kevin and Sarah. But I did feel like they were just priming it to announce, have a little pregnancy announcement at the end. They were just talking so much about kids. I know, yeah, they really did. Yeah. So that, that kind of surprised me a little bit. So then we find out that the tourist office has discovered that they opened their inn early. And they have given them a substantial, substantial fee. And what do you think of that? That that tourist, that that guy, the the inspector guy.
1: Um, (laughs) I was just like, okay, this is interesting. And then they didn't tell us what the substantial fee was. But I mean, I thought the guy, he was like, I mean, he he was like, I mean, business, and he was like, you know, ready to do whatever you know what he was there to do. And then they were like
0: what yeah it was pretty funny especially that whole scene where jess is trying to like schmooze him <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably somewhat unethical but it made me laugh it was funny
1: yeah
0: it was, it was very funny <laughs> and uh then they have abby and jay talking about her mixed feelings about running the family business and we find out that she hasn't accepted his friend work friend request Yet on Facebook. (laughs) So, and then he asks her out on a date, and we get kind of an awkward date because they get there to the restaurant, and uh, Trace and Emma are there. Yeah. Yeah, And so it's then they end up leaving. So it's kind of awkward. And I still just liked Jay so much better. I feel like he was such a good listener. Great, yeah. He really cared what about her experience and and what she wanted, and was like good at asking questions.
1: Yes. And
0: I don't know, they just seemed so compatible to me.
1: I, I I agree. I think that he was just so kind, and like you said, he really listened, and he really asked her, you know, well, how do you feel about this? And you know, he really just mm-hmm. cared. About it. He's just so sweet, and I like Grayson Holt just because I watched him in this TV show. So I just wanted to see more of him. Uh, Uh, I I know. So I just, I really wanted, um, you know, it to, you know, like I said, to go further, just like with Emma and I knew they're going to go back eventually, you know, but I just wanted more time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Me too. And so basically we have Connor. He is interviewing for a new job with this other firm that he had worked uh, on the case with and uh so it's kind of interesting dynamic that happens with him he and he tells mick that he uh, is super super busy but then mick talks to thomas and and thomas is like oh i've been giving him a break but i'm i was just about to make him first chair uh in the new upcoming case and so then so they're all kind of like what's going on it turns out he's he's considering this other job and so mick uh mick talks to him and uh he uh they they have sort of this discussion and then also sort of connor is trying to figure out how to give the pitch for him to get this new job Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: nell says to connor about her getting her driver's license renewed and that kind of sparks this idea about the law and what he's going to say in his interview about yeah. the law kind of evolving and and how this county they had looked at the city ordinances but they hadn't looked at the county exactly. yeah. and so yeah what did you think about connor in this episode
1: i think that he kind of i mean he wait for he went for what he wanted you know and he was but then you could tell that he you know that when um, Mick said that, you know, he was going to make you like first chair, he kind of looked like so shocked. And, you know, I think he just, you know, he got tired of waiting, but like you said, in the last um, podcast, you know, when you are a lawyer, you have to pay your dues and you have to do things, you know, and just for a long time, things that mm-hmm. you know, might not be ready to do. Um, you know, just serve your time in lower areas before you can go be, you know, the first chair or the one leading. Um, and I just, like you said, I don't think he had done that yet. Um, so, I mean, I think he was gung ho and excited about it and everything, but I don't know if it's going to be the right fit where he is.
0: Yeah. Well, and so then he finds out from Mick that about this, that he was going to be made first chair and so now he's sort of faced with this decision he's gotten the the job offer of the new job and then he has this idea he realizes that he could stay with Thomas and have this new opportunity so we kind of we assume that he's taking the new job anyway but but you know if there is more we could see him kind of wrestling with that decision I think
1: yeah I think so too
0: so and he kind of also part of it is not only when he talked to Nell but also thinking about how his relationship with danielle expired and uh but it was still like good for what it for for that moment of his life and now mm-hmm. he's moving on so that was that was pretty decent uh people just love offering jobs and like everybody wants to hire an o'brien like there's right. no difficulty
1: nice to be an o'brien have everybody offering <laughs> property
0: and i and oh, want to build a studio for you
1: <laughs> you know? yeah. like be uh, part of this family yeah, yeah.
0: it's a good <laughs> it's a good gig being on o'brien yeah <laughs> uh so i yeah and again i really liked with jay and abby he brings her in a claire and they have this really nice little talk and she says uh just because we have a history does not mean we have a future and uh then jay says i think we take it slow or we could take a fast, but I understand. And I thought it was such like a cozy little yeah. sit.
1: Sweet, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So sigh, uh, <laughs> and and the but the uncle Uncle Thomas he does say to to Connor. He says, "Have you thought about why they picked you?" Nelson is a shark. This lawyer. So and it is kind of interesting because the whole reason that Connor left. The, the corporate f- corporate law was because he didn't like being around those sharks and so yeah. now he's kind of coming back to those sharks and that's why i'm like this isn't going to be a big fit if these people are very aggressive and
1: very you know shark like and if that's not what you want to do then you don't want to be a part of that so yeah I'm wary about that
0: yeah me too me too so yeah that was in the i did like the uh the permit guy to jess she she says i am a rock standing firm against a sea of impropriety
1: yeah yeah (laughs)
0: funny (laughs) and she's like have you ever been in love (laughs) (laughs) that was that was good that was really funny and (laughs) uh so then uh Trace tells Abby about recording the stu- about their studio and asks about Jay and yeah. So then we get to the point where David finally proposes, and he he gives her there's a, a, a little pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And the the ring is in the pizza. What do you think about that proposal?
1: I thought it was good. I'm always scared when people do food and <laughs> champagne things. I'm like, if that was me, I'd probably accidentally do the wrong thing and like. Choke to death. So I'm always kind of like, oh, I don't know if it's good. Once TV it looks good, but in real life
0: but his TV, so it was good. Yeah. Uh, but he was really going to choke to death. So it was really cute. I know. And I'm always kind of like, I don't want to get my brain to get all saucy and dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's how I would be. So. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> But it was really really cute and they got engaged and that whole thing was very fun i enjoyed that very much and so then the whole family's there watching breeze play and the peter benson agent says that he's taking us to the west end of london so very exciting and then we get to kevin and sarah's wedding dinner the only thing that maybe i was a little disappointed about this was that? I feel like she should have had a dress on, like a, a wedding, like even if it's not like a formal wedding dress, just like so, yeah, like, you know, yeah. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have even a small, you know, reception, wedding dinner, I feel like she should have been in some kind of, even if it was just a white, like my my um, sister-in-law. She just wore basically like a white dress with like spaghetti straps
1: mm-hmm. and it was like
0: a linen light, you know, yeah. like a white dress with cowboy like boots. She had cowboy boots on, but, but, uh, I don't know. I just, that's what I, I feel like would have made it more like a wedding to me.
1: Yeah. I was surprised that they didn't do something like that. Like something yeah light and flowery or just something more just light yeah. and just, you know, not too formal. Just like, but just, you know, just something. Yeah.
0: Cause because Cypress would have looked so pretty, and something a little wedding, weddingy. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know, does uh, really works with her, but it was still really, really pretty, and uh, it, uh, I, I liked all the decor and everything, and I like that whole di- idea of just having basically like a family meal together to celebrate.
1: Yeah, that was That's- nice I was too. And the whole family was there. That
0: was nice. Mm-hmm yeah and uh, the um i put on twitter what did people think about the uh about the finale of chesapeake shores and nina our friend nina wyman she said sadly it seemed more like a series finale than a season finale maybe it's the writer in me but each storyline felt very wrapped up what do you think do you agree with uh with nina
1: uh, I agree. I kind of agree. I kind of thought like a lot of this, like most of the storylines were kind of like, you knew what was happening with people. Well, other than um, Abby and Trace, you really knew what was happening with other people. They were kind of coming to a place where you're like, okay, I know where they, where they are and where they're gonna be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's besides them with the unknown of what they're gonna I mean, discuss after that. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that. Like if it mm-hmm. ended, like, like okay, well I kind of know where everybody was at, and I wouldn't be like upset about it. So I can see what she's saying. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's supposedly we're getting the movie. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see if that ends up happening. You never can.
1: <laughs> until oh, yeah. there's
0: until I'm sitting down watching it, it's always a, you're not sure if it's <laughs> with Hallmark sometimes. But
1: stuff you don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it did feel like a lot of sort of conclusions, at least from. Uh, some of the characters and I kind of it makes sense I mean if with a shortened season these actors are going to want to you know pursue other opportunities I would think because the shortened season is going to be short shortened pay less pay for them and so they're not just going to be hanging around Uh, they're going to want to pursue other pilots and other stuff and but, you know, we'll see, I guess, uh, what ends up happening. But they, uh, there was a nice moment between Mick and Meg and I thought where they were basically kind of something to the effect of, like, look what we've created. Look at our family. Yeah. And that, was, yeah. that was nice.
1: That was very sweet. That was really nice.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, that was yeah. Really nice. Me too. And then... Uh, Abby has been vindicated. They've offered her job, but she's still back, but she's still deciding what she wants to do. And then Nell says, she gives a toast. Uh, she says, you, you only know for sure one thing in life, where you've been and the journeys you've taken. Our paths come together and then they break apart and you can hope that they lead you back to those you love, the people you love, the family you have. And the family you hope to have today, let's celebrate. So, that was a, that definitely does feel like a season, a series finale moment.
1: Yeah, it does. Lots of wisdom. And just, you know, her now being now, but yeah, I can see that being the way, the way, the way she said it. And mm-hmm. the words, and yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And then we get uh, Trace is down at the beach uh, playing his guitar and over walks Abby and she says he says well, what are you doing here and I just needed to get away I just needed to to have a walk and Trey says I'm not going anywhere I'm here for you and uh and then they kiss <laughs> and uh then all of the uh, Trabby fans were very excited oh, <laughs> so yes you were not a, a big fan of this reconciliation
1: well I just I mean like I said I actually like them okay but just they had so many times of coming together and breaking up and coming together and breaking up it seemed like for the same reason and so i was like okay just don't like do this just, just I need a break it's just too much and so I was really shocked I mean I was like it wasn't have my mouth open but when he when they kissed I was like what like this thing sped up like it seemed like somebody needs to talk that they need to like, talk more or i don't know I, yeah. I, was, I was kind of surprised Uh it's kind of like okay wow they just already already went there so
0: <laughs> yeah i also i wasn't surprised what i thought if i was if i was gonna guess what was gonna happen i thought that that maybe he, she might kiss jay and he stumble stumble remember, into it. That, that that I could have seen and I would have liked that better. But this yeah, I mean I just don't feel like they're it makes sense for their characters. Uh I mean if unless you're just talking pure like passion and not any kind of character growth to get them like to get them to the spot where they're reconciled. Like I just I don't know, I just don't see Trace as a happy person. I don't see Abby as a happy person. I don't see them together as a happy solution for our characters. And so it's just hard to be that excited about it.
1: Well, it's just like, I mean, it seemed like they kept breaking up because of, you know, he would be gone and stuff. And it's like, he's a musician. He's probably going to be gone again. And then what's going to happen again? You know, mm-hmm. then, you know, the same thing. It happened three times already it <laughs> feels like, and you know, I just, I, like you said, I just, I don't know if, You know, there's a lot of times when, you know, a lot of people, uh, people that I know and you see like like this on TV and stuff, you know, people, it's like they have to, not they have to choose either their career or somebody, but it's like a lot of times that is kind of how it is. It can be hard. It can be hard to have both. Yeah. Especially if you're a career driven person, which I'm thankfully not, but a lot of people are. Sure. So I think that makes it really hard. And especially with, you know, Trace's thing, which takes him on the road and takes him away from you know, his own family, his mom and dad, and, you know, whoever he's with, and I just, I don't know if they're going to become to compromise about
0: that. Yeah, well, and it's just like, what has Abby had to compromise in this relationship? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Trace has had to <laughs> had to compromise everything, and yet I still feel like for some reason he's viewed as in kind of a villainous sort of a by certain by certain parts of the fandom that that how dare he he leave Abby and go on tour and I, I just will never understand that as long as I live he's yeah. a singer he's gonna go on tour they weren't engaged mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make sense to me but uh, so I just feel like he's being sort of forced wedged into this person that's that's having to do all all of the compromising all of the change and. Yeah so it makes their interactions have less sort of chemistry and passion because I feel like that's all they have is passion you know what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah I do yeah. I do they don't agree on that and that's a major you know major part of the relationship when you're excited to go on tour and the other person's like "Here we go again yeah <laughs> you know. and it's just you know it's like yeah it's like I want to be excited I want you to be excited for me not be like yeah. You know,
0: it's like that. You remember that couple last year uh, that last season who ha- was in his band and he goes, Trace goes over to their house oh, and yeah. the wife uh-huh. is, is like very supportive of her husband and him going on tour and stuff. And you can tell it's like tough and it's hard and challenging, but they make it work. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what you need for if you're a creative person in the creative arts Mm -hmm. you kind of need somebody like that
1: yeah you need to really be able to compromise and make the most of the time you have and then when it's time for them to go away you just have to just you know be glad for them and it's going to be hard but you know make sure to make you know agreements like okay we're going to make sure that we you know FaceTime every you know every other night or every night at this time or you know just try to say Mm -hmm. when they're gone because it is hard but I mean you know you have to just talk and work through it and not just shut down and just you know
0: but almost any career has that you know whether you're a doctor and you have to be at residency 70 80 hours a week Uh, whether you're a lawyer and you're uh, and you have to be like to pay those dues those first like I don't know five years maybe before you Uh, before you're made partner Uh, whether you're a PhD and trying to get your PhD and then you end up uh, just before you get tenure you have to work here (laughs) like any any job takes you away from your family a a lot of time whether you know you if you're a police officer if you're a and so I've never liked this whole dynamic in in uh, movies where you have like the big recital and is the is the dad of business going to leave his important meeting in order to be at the recital? It's like, people have to have jobs. (laughs) They do, to survive, literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So, I don't know. That's frustrating to me. I don't feel like, it's not just that I don't like Trace and Abby. I actually... I'm fine with them. I don't have anything wrong with Jesse Metcalf. I think he's perfectly serviceable. I have no problem with Megan Ori. I think uh, I have no problem with it. I just feel like they have not justified this all of a sudden, him being at home all the time, all of a sudden him like dream being a producer and him uh, and them being back together. It feels like
1: it forced.
0: Yeah, it feels forced. It does for sure. So, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see uh, if they do get another season. What ends up happening? Uh, but uh, if this is the end, I guess it's the end the uh, fans wanted. So there you go. <laughs> and if you are a big fan of Travi, please tell us why. Tell us what we're missing. Are we missing that spark? Are we missing that? What is it about them that you like that maybe we're not seeing? Uh, that maybe wasn't true with Emma or Jay. Uh, please let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, but I did, like I said, I really liked the proposal. I thought that was really fun. I really liked Kevin and Sarah and him agreeing to go to Pennsylvania. That was very exciting. For me. <laughs> and uh, and I thought that the 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 wedding dinner in general was all really nice and had some nice moments and. And so overall, it was a pretty decent finale, uh, uh, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think it was, too. I think it had lots of good moments and like said, lots of kind of some closure and stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let us know what you thought of the finale. If you liked it, didn't like it, uh, where are you at on it? And let us know. We'd love to talk about that. And, <laughs> and, and, and where can people follow you online?
1: Well now I've changed my Twitter, so both my Twitter and my Instagram are at awscott21.
0: Great. Okay. Good. And uh, and then you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all over our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. Over on my channel, we're starting out Disney Scares Month. For every every Monday, I have family movie night recommendation. So we're doing uh, fun, sort of scary, spooky movies for uh, for from Disney for families. Uh, for the month of October. So check that out. I think you'll really enjoy it. And uh, I'll have a link down to all of our Chesapeake Shores content. I'd really like to thank Lisa in particular, uh, who worked really, really hard on the first part of covering this. This was a very difficult season of television for us to cover on the podcast. So we did our best and uh, I hope you enjoy, all enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, we'll you just have to see what happens coming up. But we have a lot of fun content. We're actually going to have our lifetime preview for Christmas coming up this week. So you're going to love that. And uh, and then we have so many great interviews and, uh, and more previews coming. And it's going to be a great time to be part of the Hallmark East podcast family. We have our patron group that we'd really love for you guys to check out. We have a lot of great discussion. Plus we have uh, our giveaways that we do that you can be part of for only $2 a month. You can be part of a bunch of fun giveaways. And then we also have our merch store, which has Chesapeake Shores inspired merch and, and more. And you can find links to that in the description so definitely check that all out and thank you so much and for coming on and talking about these two episodes well three really we talked about three episodes in the last two so thanks so much
1: no problem it was fun
0: all right so we'll talk again soon bye bye this podcast was brought to you by hallmarkies for hallmarkies for more information about how you can leave your mark on hallmarkies visit hallmarkiespodcast.com link in the description